Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. My name is Ken Shreve. Uh, today, joined by uh, my colleague, uh, Justin Nielsen. Really looking forward to getting uh, Justin's uh, take on the market action uh, today. We had uh, the NASDAQ 100 up 1.9%, uh, the NASDAQ composite up 1.5%. So big gains uh, for the market uh, today. Not as big for the Dow and the S&P 500, but another uh, day of constructive uh, trading. Uh, before we get into all that, uh, let me throw it over to Justin. Uh, not too hard finding uh, three stocks to watch watch today i assume justin yeah it was a little bit more plentiful than we've had in a while so um yeah we'll take a look at a few including cadence uh cadence design systems asml in the chip space a lot of a lot of action there and then also netflix yeah, nice, uh, nice. Uh, Netflix, one of the top gainers on the NASDAQ uh, today in terms of uh, percentage gains. So why don't we start by taking a look at the NASDAQ uh, composite? Uh, you know, we've been talking about uh, kind of overhead supply issues for the indexes and indexes trying to get above resistance levels. That's really not the case with the NASDAQ. I mean, it just kind of shot up and now it seems to have its sights set on 13,000 here. Yeah, uh, the, the the Nasdaq Composite has just been so strong. And again, the biggest issue that we've had is the the whole participation part, uh, where it seems like it's just been the market heavyweights, the mega caps that have been dragging it forward. But we're finally getting a little bit more participation here. Uh, in fact, just one thing I'll you know throw in. Uh, uh, here real quick is this GMIAB, which shows the advanced decline line. And uh, even though this is still pretty much in the doldrums, if you kind of draw a line here, you can see that we're uh, we're starting to get above kind of the the, the downtrend line that is is on that um, on that advanced decline line. So that's a that's a little bit of a promising thing. Well, we were talking uh, just before the show about the the breadth on the NASDAQ uh, today. We may be starting to see some green uh, shoots, but uh, last I checked near the close, it was about 2,300 up and 20 uh, to 2,000 down. So a very, very small uh, advantage uh, that advancing stocks had versus uh, decliners. So breadth, not impressive uh, at all on the NASDAQ today, but um, we'll continue to monitor that. Uh, you'd expect it on a day like today with you know, 1.5, 1.9% gains to be at least two to one, maybe three to one, but uh, yeah. we weren't anywhere near and, that. And I'll be honest, I was surprised because when you look at Q, you know, here, here's the Qs, uh, NASDAQ 100, um, mm -hmm. you know, as represented by QQQ, uh, which again is even stronger than the NASDAQ podcast. No problem getting into new high territory here. But if you look at the QQE market cap, market cap weighted index here. So Apple still has a pretty, index. Apple still right. has a pretty big weighting here. And but then, and the NASDAQ 100 also excludes financial stocks. So, mm -hmm. you know, it didn't suffer as much during this whole bank thing uh, as financial stocks were getting hit. But if you look at the QQEW, the equal weighted, um, this is finally breaking a downtrend. So uh, it, it was nice participation here, 1.63%. So again, it was a little surprising that the uh, equal weight was doing so well when, uh, as you said, the advancers versus decliners wasn't necessarily showing um, showing that much. Uh, yeah, a little action. bit, a uh, little bit perplexing. But uh, anyway, I mean, you've got, this is a this is a very strong technical move. I mean, you don't have to be a uh, expert and well versed in technical analysis. You've got a heavy volume move over the 100 uh, level, a breakout over a, a trend line, sort of a draw the line breakout here. So uh, things looking pretty good, uh, pretty good on the Nasdaq here. Mm -hmm. And um, over on the S and P five hundred, uh, you know, it it was was not 
uh, necessarily as strong, uh, you know, but it was it was up there, you know, right around a percent. And it's just kind of clearing finally this area from the February 2nd high. Uh, that was an area of resistance that we hit up in, you know, April and May, uh, couldn't surpass it. And the fact that we're getting back up to that 4,200 level, I think is positive. And um, here we have the RSP, which is the equal weighted on the S&P 500. That's getting back above both the 50-day moving average line and the 200-day moving average line. So, again, a potential uh, a potential break of a downtrend for the equal-weighted indexes is something that I think is worth worth watching. Yeah, I was expecting breath uh, to be a little better today on the S&P 500, but and even though it was a little better than the Nasdaq today, which isn't saying much, it was still yeah, right. far far below uh, two to one uh, positive. So, advancers had a slight edge over uh, decliners by a little bigger margin than the Nasdaq, but still. Uh, well below uh, two to one. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is. Um, um, what do you think the market is so optimistic about here? Is this is this a matter of you know the market is just placing its bets that? Uh, I mean, we do have a, 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 a Fed meeting coming up in June. Uh, you know, a week ago, the chances of a, a quarter point rate hike were you know hardly not not very good at all, and the odds have been rising in, in recent days. So we possible we could see a rate hike at the, at the June meeting. Uh, still seems to be a lot of uncertainty in the market, but we're seeing you know really positive action in the indexes here. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure exactly where the optimism is coming from because uh, the, the the Fed figures are certainly doing their best to make statements saying, hey, look, this, you know, it's not the time to pause yet. I think that that was something that people were thinking that there could be a pause, but uh, a lot of indications are that um, the Fed members are not ready to put a pause in place yet. And of course, there's been the debt ceiling talks, the, you know, the mm -hmm. overhang there. I'm not sure how many people have really been seriously concerned by that. I, I, I don't think anyone truly believes that the the U.S. is going to default right. on their debt. Um, I think, you know, it's it's the expectation that, you know, no one wants that to happen, you know, because of the disasters that follow along with it. Uh, but, you know, certainly, I guess, as more positive talk is coming out, that did buoy investors. Uh, maybe it was just... Uh, pent up buying that they, they, you know, they wanted to buy and they were just waiting for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then maybe a little bit of uncertainty to uh, fading in the, in the financial sector as well. It just seems yeah. like the daily headlines are not so focused on possible financial contagion after the failure of Silicon Valley bank and uh, signature bank. So um, maybe, maybe nope. seeing some green shoots in the, in the financial sector as well. We'll have to see. That's a very good point because here's the Russell 2000 looking at the iShares, uh, you know, uh, Russell 2000 ETF. And, you know, we got above the 200 day moving, I mean, the 50 day moving average line yesterday, uh, continued moving higher today. So um, up over half a percent. And look, the, you know, the, the regional banks are a pretty decent weight here. You've got over 200, uh, you know, banks in the Russell 2000. And uh, yeah, that, that's a pretty, pretty decent amount. So looking at KRE, um, you can see that, I mean, there was, there was a decent move there yesterday and a continuation uh, today. So that could be part of, um, you know, part of the, the optimism here, as you said, Ken. Yeah. Well, the one thing we haven't addressed yet is uh, kind of, you know, quiet volume in the in the market today. It was uh, it was below average uh, yesterday. Uh, what we saw Wednesday actually was higher than the prior session. But today it looks like it's going to be very, very close to what we saw yesterday. So not sure we're seeing a whole lot of conviction behind the buying here. But, uh, you know, we are in a confirmed uptrend and uh, market tide, you know, seems to be flowing positive. So, uh, you know, a decent environment to be uh, increasing your exposure gradually and uh, just look for positive 
positive uh, feedback from uh, from from new uh, new purchases. Are they making progress from your uh, from your entry? So, all right, uh, ready to talk some uh, individual uh, stocks here. We may, we may take a look at that SMH uh, too because it was a big day for semiconductor stocks uh, um, after after the Dow here. Yeah, right. I I just realized that I did kind of. Go, go all over the place. So I just want to make sure we hit the Dow since we always do. Uh, that is above the 50-day moving average line. But SMH, um, as you mentioned there, Ken, I mean, look at this. Uh, once it crossed its 50-day moving average line earlier this week, um, it's been it's been no stopping this one. And uh, while while SMH, this Banex Semiconductor ETF, looks you know looks really strong, some of the individual names look even stronger. So um, you know you do still have some of the laggards that are weighing this down, uh, but uh, th there's there's been a lot of strength in chip and and that's that's one of those things that we're a very chip reliant society now so uh having having those do well is something that's it's good for the economy well we're going to hear from applied materials uh, after the close that's a bellwether in the chip uh, chip equipment group but uh, the performance of semiconductor stocks over the over the past uh, uh, few days has uh, really been a sight uh, to behold so no surprise to see the nasdaq uh, acting as uh, as well as it is all right for individual stocks well we had some nice uh, nice movers uh, today let's take a look at uh, cadence design uh, cdns is the uh, uh, symbol here, and this wasn't uh, this wasn't an earnings report, but just a really solid move in volume above the 50-day moving average. That's a powerful move here. Yeah, so not not an earnings report for Cadence, but uh, for its um, you know groupmate Synopsys, uh, it was an earnings report there. So probably a sympathy play. I mean, here you know Synopsys was up eight eight point six percent, but Cadence you know was also you know sh showing very strong action. Again, here's something that got above its fifty day moving average line uh, just today. This has got a lot of volume behind it. So even though volume was lacking overall, maybe this this. This one had volume and just taking a quick look at the weekly chart, one of the things to note here is that this EPS growth rate of 24% is, you know, that's pretty strong, but it also has this earning stability of three. Uh, this is a number from one to 99, the lower number being more stable. So this is what kind of earns this uh, almost like a long-term leader status. You know, when something has such stability of earnings and is able to just grow uh, at this rate, 24% annually uh, for such a long time, it, it's it's something that usually does lead to great things on a long-term basis. And here's a monthly chart just to kind of exemplify that. So uh, Cadence, I mean, this is, this is something that we've had our eye on. And we talked about the strength of the chips. Uh, Cadence does a lot of work. I mean, what they're designing really is for the chip sector. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of a related uh, technology there. And this was our stock of the day, Patrick Seitz, who does a you know bang up job on a lot of uh, the stuff that's tech related. Uh, he he wrote that article, so I would highly recommend for folks to take a look at that article, the IBD stock of the day on Cadence Design. You know, we may not uh, be seeing volume in the in the broad market, at least on the NYSE and Nasdaq. But when you look through the growth screens today, whether it's yeah. a name like Cadence Design or Synopsys, uh, a lot of stock, a lot of growth stocks moving with some volume. So that is uh, that is a, a, an encouraging uh, sign. We can complain about the the lack of breadth, and you know, it is something to to continue to monitor and pay attention to. Uh, to me, it could make for a, a weak a weak foundation, but to see a lot of these growth stocks rallying uh, with with some volume. Uh, again, is I think just uh, just what the what the bulls want to see. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take a look at uh, ASML. This is a, a Dutch uh, chip equipment company. It's been really a, a 
just a really not a not a well-known name, but a company with a great track record of execution. And, and look at here, another technical breakout with some volume, uh, kind of sounding like a broken record here. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, th this actually kind of gave us an opportunity. Uh, we we put this on leader on the leaderboard product yesterday. Uh, Ken, of course, is a, a instrumental member of that team. Um, so you know, it, it had some good action yesterday. And look at that, there's that volume that we've been talking about um, and followed up on it today. So what I really like is that there's been this strong action and follow-up. Um, this is something that we were lacking. We were seeing a lot of breakouts happen, but then the next day it would give it all back. So if we can continue to see some follow-up here, that could be a very, uh, a very good sign. And, you know, this is again, one of those chip bellwethers, the fact that it's back above its 50 day moving average line. Um, this does look a little bit more like the SMH. So not up there as much as maybe say like an NVIDIA, uh, but certainly good action here and, this is where sometimes if you get in early on something like leaderboard did yesterday, this could be a chance to add uh, instead of starting a position once it crosses this line. And so that's exactly what leaderboard did today. It was added um, to a, a, a higher a higher weight in the model portfolio. Yeah, and a good example of how a stock is giving you good uh, feedback because we added it uh, yesterday. Had a good uh, had it had a good close. Ended above our entry. Good follow through today with uh, with volume. So this is exactly what what positive feedback uh, is. And when we talk about getting positive feedback from uh, from one yeah. of your stocks, so getting good feedback so far from uh, ASML. All right, I well, will say uh, one other thing on the fundamental side here is that. Um, you know, whereas a lot of the chips have been showing some negative numbers, I mean, and, and ASML had a couple couple quarters of, of negative numbers there, but the estimates on this, um, very strong going forward for 2023 and 2024, and uh, a really good quarter this last, um, you know, uh, quarter for the for the Q1. All right. Well, last but certainly not least, uh, the actual the best percentage gainer in the Nasdaq 100 today was uh, Netflix, up, uh, I think, 9%. percent. Uh, yeah. At last uh, check, uh, another uh, another stock rising uh, in volume here, and another technical breakout. Yeah, so I do have to disclose that um, I do have some shares of this in my wife's account. She she made me buy a single share uh, about a year ago. So this has been one of the running jokes of uh, uh, IBD Live, and we actually <laughs> added a couple more to her account. But um, you know, this is something that had a nice pattern here. And uh, it actually, again, kind of gave an opportunity for an early entry here as it crossed above this downtrend in the handle and um, also got back above that 50-day moving average line. And so now it, it did touch just up to that, you know, roughly 350 level and got turned away, but it didn't really lose much ground. And um, we saw a nice surge yesterday and even more uh, volume behind it today. Now, one of the things that came out today was that they did, did, did share some subscriber numbers and the ad tier that they've just recently introduced um, has uh, nearly 5 million subscribers, 5 million monthly subscribers. So that's something mm. that must've gotten investors excited. Um, now, this is a little bit extended at this point, but uh, what I wanted to show is kind of this early entry opportunity and how that can kind of get you in a stock uh, a little bit earlier. And uh, sometimes, you know, that can that can help out when uh, when something starts moving so quickly. 
Well, Netflix uh, is not the growth engine it, it once was. Uh, you look at results in, in recent quarters and, uh, you know, growth has really slowed. It does have some pretty decent estimates uh, for, for this year and next. Uh, they've been, you know, cutting costs like a lot of other companies, uh, spending a lot less on uh, original content. Uh, I know that. So, um, but, you know, this is, uh, this is a strong technical breakout. Uh, Reed Hastings, uh, a, very, a high quality, very respected uh, uh, CEO. So I think Netflix is still a name. Uh, you know, worth watching here. All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, do it for today. Uh, we got one more trading day to go in the, in the week. Uh, we've got a market and a, a strong uptrend here and a lot of growth stocks, uh, you know, breaking out and a combination of strong fundamentals and technicals. So that's a pretty exciting environment. Um, be sure to join us uh, on IBD Live tomorrow morning. Uh, Justin and I are, are contributors to, to the show. We go on the air around uh, uh, 6.20 a.m. Pacific time, 9.20 a.m. Eastern, just before the market uh, open. And we go for a, a solid hour and a half every morning just talking about the, the market. Um, fundamentals, uh, technicals. So investors.com forward slash IBD live uh, uh, to join us. And um, thanks very much for joining us today. And uh, I think Allie will be back in the chair uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, look forward to seeing Allie and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.